0: Special shout-out to all our patrons who support the show every week. Head on over to patreon.com slash Podcast and subscribe today for bonus content, special shout-outs on social media, and so much more. Patrons, you help keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going, and we couldn't do it without you. Not a patron yet? Join us today at patreon.com slash Podcast.
1: You can also support the show by using our brand new Amazon affiliate link anytime you shop on amazon.com for things like running gear, food, beverages, or anything else the little gray trucks might bring your way. Just go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon anytime you shop. It costs nothing extra, and it helps us keep the lights on and the bandwidth flowing. Go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon, and we thank you for your support. I'm Rudy Novotny. Hi team, I'm Fitz Kohler. And we are Team
2: Noisy. Team
3: Noisy. (laughs) And you are listening to the Run, Eat, Drink
2: podcast. Boy, it's all the information about where you need to be going, where you need to be eating and drinking all over the running world. The Noisy Nation. Noisy Nation.
3: Get to work.
0: Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to episode 235 of the Run Eat Drink Podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co host, Dana. It is the holiday week for us.
1: Yes. Many T minus what? As of recording, T minus six days?
0: Yes. Some people are already celebrating Hanukkah. Whatever you celebrate this holiday season, we hope this episode finds you with your loved ones, with family, with friends, doing what you want to do and making the most of the time you have together.
1: Absolutely. And speaking of time you have together with people that you care about. Boy, do we have a great episode for you this week. We
0: do. I love this. I'm so glad we've been talking about it. It feels like literally forever, but I know it's not.
1: That's right. We're going to be talking for the next hour with Team Noisy themselves, Rudy Novotny, and Fitz Kohler. <sighs> You all know Fitz. We've talked to her here on the show before. We've interviewed her. Mm -hmm. She's also a sponsor of the show. So lucky to have her as one. We're very fortunate. She's become a fast friend of the show Mm. and kind of getting to learn about them as an announcing team. A dynamic duo. Indeed. Um, This is going to be just a a great opportunity to, to get to know them. And if you've ever done a race... Where Team Noisy is announcing as a team or as individuals.
0: Because sometimes, uh, this past year in particular, the Indie Mini and the Mother Mother's Day Your Way and Your Way, the Donna Foundation. Yes. In particular, that comes to mind. They were both happening the same week. And so, they split duties.
1: Divide and conquer.
0: And... Rudy did the Indie Mini and we got pictures of him with Jojo. Mm-hmm. And then we got pictures, one of which is is featured on Fitz's website. Yes. At com. That's right. So great, so honored for that. And she was at the Mother's Day 5K. So they kind of split duties there. But I'm just so happy that we got to chat with them together
1: yes and we're going to talk about running race announcing places to go for races and of course food and drink with them as well mm. but uh, before we get to this i I think it's going to be like um our capstone interview for 2022 because we're running out of time we're running out of you know days on the clock or days mm-hmm. on the calendar for mm. 2022. They may be the last interview for the year that right. we that we have. It's true. So if that ends up being the case, what a way to, you know, go out for 2022.
0: It's been a wonderful year full of just incredible interviews and, and chats and just, you know, next year next year's going to be even bigger, even better, I feel like, but how do you how do you top this? How do you close it out? I think this is an appropriate way. Maybe next week we'll talk about looking back and looking ahead. Yes. In terms of our race calendar and what we're hoping to do in terms of accomplishing, exploring, and indulging.
1: Indeed. But first we've got some shout outs.
0: Congratulations to Dawn. Dawn be joyful on Instagram. Her daughter got married And she completed her mock dopey, although not in the same weekend, I believe, if I am following her social media
1: correctly. Well, that is a lot to try to squeeze into one week. No,
0: no, 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 no. But I saw some some video she posted from the wedding, and it just looked amazingly beautiful, Mm -hmm. like a storybook, Cinderella. I just it just looked like a fairy tale. That's fantastic. Mm hmm. So, and and Dawn and her daughter, they're they're going to just crush the Dopey Challenge. I can't wait to see their costumes. I can't wait to see them in person. Congratulations, Dawn.
1: And that's coming up very soon.
0: I, I mean, it is our show, so I can do a shout-out that I would submit on my own.
1: You can, yes. Although, I mean, did you submit it by sending an email to info at runnytrink.net? no. Did you call in and leave a voicemail at 941-677-2733? No. Oh, okay.
0: But but our Runcation Nation should.
1: You all absolutely should.
0: Info at runeatdrink.net or 941-677-2733. We've had some trickle in here at the end of the year. Yes. And I love that. So keep them coming. In the meantime, I'm going to be selfish and say... Happy 62nd wedding anniversary on the day that this podcast is released into our feed. Happy 62nd wedding anniversary to my mom and dad, Pat and Joe Rolls. We love you. You set an example for what love and commitment, what marriage is all about. Happy anniversary. Cheers to you. And here's to many, many more. It's it's been so great over the last week to hear the story of how you met how you got married and uh, little things that we didn't know
1: yeah. about
0: you and your dating life and and your wedding and just it's but you you truly are just a, a model of living through tough times and and celebrating the good times and just happy anniversary and we love
1: I don't know how to follow that up. Other than to say, if you would like a shout out on the show, please don't forget to send them to us. We collect them throughout the week, but it really helps us. If you send them in, send that email info at runnydrink.net or call us at 941-677-2733. Leave us a voicemail. Tell us who you are, where you're from, and what the shout out is. And we will make you Runcation Nation famous. Let's talk running eating, and drinking.
0: Noisy style.
1: Noisy style. or
0: With noise.
1: With with a Uh, lot of noise. With a lot of noise. From Team Noisy. Right. We are so excited to have Rudy Novotny and Fitz Kohler, Team Noisy, here on the Runny Drink Podcast. A race is better when announcers are focused on the runners and their cheer squads and have a running and fitness background as well. Lucky for us, we happen to know two race announcers who understand what runners need at the expo, start, and finish to have the best race weekend possible.
0: And we are so happy to welcome friends of the show. I'm having a moment right now. I'm sorry. It's just so great to have them together. We're so happy to welcome you, Team Noisy, some of the best racers, race announcers, all the things around Yay! Fitz Kohler and Rudy Novotny. Yay! Yay! <laughs> How are you? Welcome to our show. We're so happy to have you. Thank you so much for taking time to talk with us. We just, we thought you were the experts, the the people that our Runcation Nation needs to hear from about, all about race announcing. We think about the running we think about like the carb loading we think about the hydration the fitness the training and all of that but i think it's important the race experience and the race announcers have so much to do with that so we're so happy that you're here to share that perspective tonight Thank well, we you. We
3: love you guys. Thank you for having us on your show.
2: Yeah, yeah it's great to be able to uh, get on and have a chat with you guys and yeah. just uh, have some noisy fun.
3: Oh, you all, you create some great
0: noise in some of our lives and and you, you pop in on some weekly chats and we're so grateful for that too.
1: Absolutely. Uh,
0: the first thing we want to know, because I happen to think that what makes you great race announcers and a great team is your experience in running and fitness. So, it, how how did you all get your start into running and what has it brought to your lives? I it anybody can start. You first. You go ahead.
2: Well, for me it was probably something like 20 years of running and racing fairly regularly that brought me to brought me to a microphone position Where you know, and the the story's been been very told, probably overtold, but my opportunity started when the race announcer didn't show up one day. And the and the race director said, Rudy, you know all the people here, you know everybody here, and just grab the microphone, have some fun with it, and I'll give you what do you want? I'll give you five or six free races. (sighs) Took a look back, put a jacket on, and said, That sounds awesome. And then, and you know what, I grabbed the mic and I was just kind of felt like I was just being myself and and had a a lot of fun, had a great time and people seemed to enjoy what I did. And then as the story goes, about two weeks later, I went to the mail and there was an envelope from the race director and and it was a check for like a hundred bucks. That was it. I am a professional. There's the proof, a hundred bucks, that's awesome. And uh, you know what? And I got some invites from there and uh, it just it kind of took a life of its own. And I still was doing a good bit of racing, but the—the uh, the sh- there was a big shift between racing and race announcing. And I enjoyed it actually got to the point where I enjoyed race announcing actually even more than running itself or racing itself. And just had a a great time and really enjoyed it. And then got to Disney and uh, started with Disneyland, ended up at Disney World. And I met this one right here. (laughs) And you take it from there.
3: Yeah. So my history with running just starts from being a little kid and being an athlete and being pretty obsessed with fitness. And I've, I've just, it's always been something I did for training and for sports and for fitness. And I I started teaching fitness at 14, and so wow. that's the first time I strapped on a microphone, and it worked really well for me. And I had spent a long time creating a career where I could make happy noise, bossing people around, and celebrating their accomplishments.
2: The ripe old age of 14. Right
3: at 14, <laughs> and it, I turned my attention quite quickly. I think at about 1920, no more classes in gyms. I went straightform mass media and mass audiences because I wanted to reach as many people as possible. Love teaching small groups, but it was really just very unsatisfying to only be able to help a handful of people at a time. And I ended up with a ton of corporate clients and I'm also a sport performance expert. And that's where Disney picked me up and said, Hey, would you teach some clinics for us? I was virtually the fitness expert for run Disney for a couple years, probably about mm-hmm. eight different, eight different races, et cetera. And So he was the guy at the expo and I already, I was a big fan of this guy. I mean, you can't be in his corral and not think, wow, the big voice and the joy and the charisma. And you know that you always made my racing experience great. And then we got to be friends as he was, he was basically stuck introducing every speaker at the expo and then stuck listening to us. And you take it from there.
2: (laughs) Well, and I just, what I saw from Fitz was just an amazing energy and, and, and empathy and somebody who really clearly enjoyed what she was doing. And, and the, and, and what I saw also, which, which made me think she was a perfect target for race announcing was target. the response like from the audience. Yeah. I mean, people were, people were just, they loved what she had to say. She spent so much time with them after she was finished. The, she had this huge crowd come over and they wanted to chat with her. And uh, so I, I just approached her one time and said, have you ever thought about race announcing? I need, I really need a co-announcer for the Orange County Marathon in in Newport, in, in, excuse me, in Orange County, California. And would you, would you be interested in thinking about that?
3: And I said, well, I've never done it before, but I'd love to give it a try. And so we took Mandar's wing and, oh, he connected me with Gary Kutcher. We love Gary Kutcher, race director for OC who we spent about 10 minutes on the phone together. And then he said, yeah, let's give it a go. And I'm so grateful that he suggested it. And Gary gave me a chance. And
2: Ray, race day, let me tell you something. Race day came. I gave her about maybe five or 10 minutes of just kind of private prep. Race day came. We start. I started the, we, got the, we, got, the, we, got, the, we got the marathon out. And then we were with the half marathon. I think I actually personally started Two or three of fifteen corrals, and I looked and I said, he was
1: like bye, I gotta worry, go,
2: bye." Because they needed to get me to the finish line because we had it was the way the five k was coming in, right. and we, it, it was hard to get to the, somebody to the finish line as it was. The race director grabbed me and ran, and I said, "It's all yours." And and so
3: funny because I am always very confident, especially professionally. This is the first time in my entire career that I looked and I had a moment of pause. I went like. <laughs> And he was like, you're going to be fine. And so I turn and there's like 14,000 people behind me. And I thought, all right, let her rip. And we had one hell of a time. It was, you know, it was like sitting in the kitchen with your best friends and everybody having a fun time. And within about an hour of me yelling go for the first time, Gary came back and said, would you would you come back next year?
2: And uh, hell yeah. And then we,
3: it just kind of spun out of control in the best way possible.
2: And that, by the way, that that being asked back, within like an hour of starting it never happened to me in the oh, <laughs> in the previous like 15 years
3: they may not have said it but they thought it. They maybe, like, they, thought gotta have it. maybe they thought maybe they thought
2: but this one right here is just such an absolute natural and, and from there our our partnership and, and our opportunity to do races together just kind of continued and and i appreciate your understanding what one of the things we did find is our, is our personal experience in running, racing, and fitness just played huge because we've been there and done that. And we, we understood the experience and it was easy to share our own feeling for that and our own need for entertainment at the start line, entertainment and information, I guess I could say. I,
3: I also think mm. if you're not a runner, if you're not one of us, a runner or a walker, whatever, you've never hit the wall, you've never chafed, you've never thought, Jesus Christ, what have I got myself into? <laughs> <laughs> nope. I mean, there's True no story. way you can empathize with the athletes or understand the athletes and and respect them. And so we firm first most, but first, firstly, it's wrong. First, first, first and league. foremost, thank you. I mean. hey. So we show up to an event already thinking, I can't believe we get to work with thousands of the coolest people on planet Earth, and great admiration. Rudy's a, has a long career of running really, really fast. He's done many, many marathons and I have done one marathon and then a whole heck of a lot of everything less, all sorts of obstacle course races. I am a middle of the packer. I'm a run walker. I'm a slowpoke. I don't care how fast I go. If you look at my times, good for you. I'm not looking at my time. And so we hit it at both angles. We love the speedsters Mm -hmm. and we're obsessed with the back of the pack.
0: And you know what each segment yeah. of the population needs, too, in that start corral and coming across that finish line.
1: And I think that it comes through. It, it really does. The way you guys engage the crowd and and I would say anticipate the needs, but you, you know what the needs are. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm kind of curious, in your running careers, respectively, oh. what has been the best experience that you've personally had with a race announcer that maybe motivated or inspired you?
2: Oof, man, he's good stuff. Well, hey, while you're
0: thinking about that, let me just, while you're thinking about that, let me just say to Fitz, you're like, I've only run one marathon. Hello. It was Boston.
1: Right. right come
3: right, right. on. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of
1: ma- mailed ass it in that. there.
3: Phoning it in.
1: Yeah.
3: Whatever. Oh, and then guess what? I remind all the time? I'm like, Oh, but cause I still have that little weird bracelet they made us wear to show we were safe, like we weren't <laughs> bad guys at the race. How so long was, has it been? It's over a year. I still have my Boston bracelet <laughs> on. Sometimes or I'll wear the jacket and I'll be like, oh, by the way, Rudy, I forgot to tell you, but I, I ran the Boston Marathon. See, it's a big <laughs> deal. Such a yeah, big only deal.
2: Only one member of Team Noisy has run the Boston Marathon.
3: <laughs> and She's got the fanciest mustache, <laughs> this one. Yeah, so by far and away, and probably the, he, he's not the only race announcer that I've enjoyed, but he's by far and away the best and the most entertaining. And there is no second place. There's no second place. So I've I really enjoyed even Even before we were friends, you were just knocking it out of the park. And I enjoyed that.
2: So so what was your so what was your favorite moment? with a race announcer, bringing you in or starting you off or anything. Yeah. Ooh, sorry. I'm re I'm rehashing the, the, oh, the question boy. to you. It a- just gives me more. Something? No, it just gives me more time to think about my answer. Uh,
3: you know, what's really nice is, I mean, always, he always calls me his favorite gator as if yeah. I'm nothing else in the world. Yeah. She comes to my favorite gator. <laughs> but I remember when I ran Disneyland half and I had, he showed up in my knee brace and the a piece of the, material the fabric was missing and it the hard scratchy part of the velcro was on the back of my mm. thigh above Ooh. my knee. Ooh. so for 13 miles it was, was and I, it looked like a horror movie. Was with the bad. blood dripping down my back. and so finally at mile 12 I, I took off the knee brace and I just carried it on my arm and I think I came in to the finish line looking at disheveled and he was all in the pirate gear and he thought i looked kind of pathetic and he ran over it was like are you okay Wow!
2: Like,
3: and he gave me a great big hug that was super nice yeah yeah, yeah. that was
2: fun was you know. Rudy. yeah there you go right, buddy girl <laughs> 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 for me oh man this is that's a tough one because i gotta be honest the, when I was racing, with with little exception, there, the race announcer thing wasn't much of a thing. There, it was kind of – it was a – and that's no diss on anybody. There were a few times – actually, you know what? There were a few times that Mike, Mike Riley, voice of the Iron Man, brought me in. Oh. Um, kind of and clearly just – one of the finest race announcers there is. And and Mike's retiring. So it's like, wow, that's a, that's a big void about to uh, take place. But Mike's brought me into America's finest city and a number of other races. And that voice that when you hear that voice, that's something that resonates loud and clear. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just, it's, it's just exciting to be brought in and- yeah, and, and motivated by someone like that and and know who it is and go, wow, he's talking about me. Yeah. That's fantastic. So hopefully I can we can have that same effect to to someone who enjoys what we do. That that means everything. So
0: hello. You. Like you <laughs> haven't. There's nothing like what we had at Gasparilla where Fitz was was down at the finish line, and you were up there on the mic reading our shirts that say, I'm not slow. I make the most out of the race entry fee. There's Rudy an- announcing my shirt, and here's Fitz posing for the perfect picture with us, taking time. That is just, that is a testament to one of our favorite oh, race
2: experiences. 100%. Totally. Totally. So well, that was an exceptional shirt. And, and truly the people who are taking maybe a little more time to get across that finish line, get more race
0: for their money. That's, that's true, right? That's it's how we so see true. it. That's how we see it. So, <laughs> I, You've talked about Ironman. You've talked about Boston. As runners, what have been some of your favorite races that you've run or, or a, a favorite race that comes to mind that you've run? A course that the
3: Runcation Nation needs to experience. Okay, so easy hands down for me to be a Tough Mudder event. I love oh. obstacle course racing. I think people are terrified of obstacle course racing. Tough Mudder, even though it sounds real big and bad, is really made for the everyman. It's made for teamwork. And it is made for laughing and playing and just enjoying the crap out of your day. They do 5K, 10K, and and longer distances. But I purely take part in these races for athletic adventure. There is no consideration of my weight or speed or winning anything. I'm just purely out to have fun. And my, my mom used to call me her dirty Irish kid. I just love <laughs> mud. And it's a way to go back a few decades, feel like you're five. So by far and away, tough mudder, Spartan Savage are also great. But yeah, hands down, that's, those are my favorite.
2: Yeah, you just love getting dirty. I do. do. (laughs) For me, it would the the location would be essentially where we're coming to you from right now, Monterey, California, where the Big Sur International Marathon is is housed, and (sighs) uh, and the Monterey Bay Half Marathon, which uh, we just wrapped up yesterday. Just two amazing events, Monterey, Carmel, Big Sur—just exceptional locations. And Mm. so beautiful out there. Mm. Oh. just gorgeous. And uh, a race organization that insists on a five star production. It, the, the Big Sur International Marathon, uh, they, they, they call it running on the ragged edge of the Western world. Okay. And it that truly is yeah. what you are doing. You are you are the Pacific is down below the you start in the Redwoods.
1: Oh, beautiful.
2: <laughs> and uh, you're, you're going over Bixby Bridge up Hurricane Point to the Carmel Highlands and then finally into Carmel at the uh, at the finish line at the crossroads. It's 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 spectacular. I, I've run it 13 times. Wow. And uh, before, all before I was race announcing.
3: And his PR <laughs> is here, which is bizarre. He's got sub three marathon here.
2: which we, <laughs> Which oh. is bizarre.
0: Wow. Yeah, but hey, would you ever consider like if if there are multiple races in a race weekend, would you announce and run one? Never. No?
3: That's a lie. You ran the Buffalo 5K.
2: That's right. I did. I oh. did. I did the Buffalo. That's yes. true. And and it's it's yes, I would. I would. Fitz wouldn't for a, a, a okay. very specific reason. The pain, the the horror of missing. Someone coming across the finish line because yeah. she was out there herself. That's why yeah. she wouldn't do it.
3: Oh my gosh. So okay. that's talked totally about that before with us yeah. Yeah. yeah, I am yeah. so obsessed <laughs> that the they basically I mean we'll have a we becker on occasion, <laughs> but usually he's like, why don't you go take a break? And the you know, marathon days are long. We start an hour before the the race starts, and then we're usually like, well, we're definitely way after the last person mm. comes through. I'm just like, go take a break. No, thank you. So go take a break. No, thank you. I'm not. What if Amy and Dana come through? I'm right, not taking right. a break. Don't so. miss it. Yeah. We've got to get
0: out there at that. We've got to get out there at that race.
1: We might have to train some hills if we do we,
0: that one. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. it.
3: But, but listen, there's a 21 miler, an 11 miler, right. a 12K, a 5K. There's a relay. The relay Ooh. is really a smart choice for somebody who may not be up for doing 26.2. I mean, I believe you can certainly conquer that if you'd like to, but the relay is a wonderful opportunity to see some or much of the course without Mm. all the hardships that come in with the hard stuff. And
2: Fitz is totally right about that. And since I've, since I pitched the event, I should state for anyone listening and considering and getting all excited about it, it. It's everything about it is wonderful from start to finish the six hour time limit is a hard number.
0: That's for the marathon now?
2: Correct. Okay. Correct. Six-hour number is a hard number. It's because we have to open Highway 1 again, or we seriously will not get our permit for next year. (laughs) So So it's the real deal.
3: And it's actually a really exciting way to end a race because – people are are hanging on at the fence <laughs> desperately hoping their person comes through and they start tearing things down there's people trying to run under the the inflatable arch it's, it's very dramatic wow. and exciting
2: it's true from like 5:45 on as as the it's as the uh, clock is counting down i don't know what's more exciting watching the runners just fighting it in again because it's a actually fairly straight finish and we can see them for some distance or the spectators moms and dads and aunts and uncles and friends yeah. and neighbors and everybody looking down and they are yes. just <laughs> I, really good.
1: I bet that's a nail biter wow <laughs>
2: it is and we okay.
3: get the best seats in the house we you can.
1: do indeed
0: well you deserve them because you create part of the experience
1: exactly so So Mike, okay. We talked about your favorites that you've run Mm -hmm. as runners. Do you have any upcoming races that you're looking forward to running as opposed to announcing?
3: I don't have anything on the schedule, but I am always in a constant state of looking for obstacle course races (laughs) near me. I've traveled. So in May, I went to Montana to do a Spartan 10 K and a couple of months ago, I went to the Poconos in Pennsylvania to do the Tough Mudder. So I'm, I'm like you guys. I'm willing to get on a plane, put my money where my mouth is and mm-hmm. go have some athletic adventure. So, yeah, I mean, I, it's, I look for that. This is my schedule. <laughs> you ready? I'm looking for obstacle course races and I'm looking for Garth Brooks concert. <laughs> right.
2: Exactly. Not in that order, just to be clear.
0: <laughs> oh, Garth comes first. Oh, so then.
1: Garth does put on a heck of a show.
0: He is amazing. Oh, to yeah. see him in so concert. I just, yeah. yes. Yeah. So yeah. I, I want to know. Okay. So we've talked. Well, hold on. Whoa, whoa. Okay.
1: Rudy. What about you? <laughs> yeah, what, uh, She has nothing on her schedule. What about you? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: I do not either. I'm uh-huh.
1: currently side-lined slackers. A bit. Uh,
2: yeah, we slackers. Yeah, we're slackers. <laughs> no, I'm currently sidelined. A, about a year and seven months ago. I had my right hip replaced, Oh, some pretty bad degeneration from who knows what. I don't know that we ever actually got to the how, why, or whatever, but I had my right hip replaced and my right hip is now absolutely rock solid, better than ever. Hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip, hooray.
0: There you go. Walked right (laughs) into that, didn't you?
2: (laughs) (laughs) We, We knew Lefty didn't look good, but we thought Lefty had about three or four years, And Lefty is now spoken up and said, me too, me too. So um, I'm excited that I'm getting a new Left Hip for Christmas. Happy
0: hippie shake. He's got all the hippies. (laughs) Wow. And up to that, your race schedule is pretty packed.
2: It, it is. It is. Well, so, and, and I've worked the, the surgery into the race schedule. So yeah. after Fitz and I finished the uh, Rocket City Marathon weekend, oh, uh, which is absolutely wonderful. We want to do
1: that Alabama. one so bad. We love Huntsville.
2: Oh, it was just really cool city. It, it really is. Cool. We had a blast. Yeah. And so, as soon as that's done, I'm going to take my dog on a few long walks. December sixteenth is my surgery date, and I'm hoping for a quick recovery. And after that, shortly after that, I'll have a birthday, my last year in that age group. and then i'm gonna then I'm gonna come gunning for for some age groupers. That's true. Is that yeah, really? I, I want to. I, nothing. <laughs> and we're not talking about a marathon, just to be clear. We're not talking about a marathon here. We're talking about some 5Ks, 10Ks, and, and maybe a half marathon or so. Okay.
3: You know what's great is I show up, and again, I don't care about time. If I'm uh, in the backest uh, to back, it's fine. He really like feels pressure to run fast because A, he's, he's, he's competitive. But I think he also thinks you guys
2: care about his time. I, I, uh, he thinks that. I, I don't know that that, I, I don't know. Do you that maybe
3: that, think that though? No,
2: no, I'm just, I'm just type A and I know I've, I, I've done well in my age group before and I want mm-hmm. to continue that. And, and it's unfortunate because I would enjoy being more casual about it. It's so it. much fun to be. I, it, like, I'm sure it is. Like,
3: lollygagging. It's I'm sure it greatest.
2: is. I'm sure it is. I just don't want to be last.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I have been last.
2: Yes, you have And been. I've never
3: there? been so proud.
0: Well, but there are some advantages to being last in a race. Mm-hmm.
2: Nothing yeah, wrong for with that. Sure. I yeah, nothing wrong with that. As long as it's not me, that's
3: all.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I understand <laughs> One
3: that. day, nobody,
0: it's gonna
2: I'm, I, I'm sure it'll happen. I'm sure it'll happen.
0: Well, so w- I want to know. Okay, we are. Okay, we have just talked about this. That we are back of the Packers, mm-hmm. right? So. What would be your advice for well? I mean, I just had this, this experience at a race weekend, struggling at the at the back of the pack in the race, trying to desperately run for that finish line and avoid the pacers, the pickup bus, whatever it is. What what would be your advice for people who are going through that and struggling just to keep kind of in their pocket, what can you share with the Runcation Nation?
3: So can I? Oh, please. Okay. Absolutely. So a couple years ago, I I had a little fun ride with cancer, right? It was about a year and a half. Of you have talked chemo- about that on this show. And we love that book. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. What's not in the book is what happened after that final chemo. And so I instantly, a month later, I got my port out so I could go do a Spartan 5K. And that's one of those things where it just, the race keeps going all day. You have no idea who's first and who's last. You just keep going. And it took took a long time, but it was fun. And I I failed on many of the strength training exercises. I didn't care. And then I got a little like, hey, (laughs) I'm so strong now. And I was still about 109 pounds or something stupid like that. And I decided I was going to do a triathlon the next weekend. So I had been cycling and and walking and doing whatever I could. But yeah, so I signed up for the sprint triathlon. I got in the water first or super sprint. So even shorter, I got in the water first. There was pregnant women. There was obese people. There was elderly. There was children. I was first. It was only a 200 yard swim. I hyperventilated for a full hundred yards of the (laughs) swim I proceeded to get over to the bike and ride the longest I've ever ridden on a bike, which was an 11 mile loop around a lake. And I just kept thinking, "Holy cow, this is hard!" But
2: there was a big hill on that. (laughs) uh, (laughs)
3: Claremont, (laughs) if you're familiar, it's like there's this. Florida has a mountain apparently, but it was so hard, and I I just kept thinking, "Wow, this is hard," but this is so much less hard than the hard I was doing last year, and so. There's always perspective, right? So you have the great gift, the great benefit of being athletic as your as your version of hard. You know, though year prior, it was impossible for me to go get a drink in my kitchen. I mean, I was I was struggling to open the car door or to open a bottle of it was just every moment of my days was hard. And there I was struggling on a bicycle and I was struggling and it sucked. And I was thinking this is the best. This is so much better. And so I finally hit this. Towards the end of the race, they have this giant. It's basically Mount Everest in Claremont. Don't just, I'm not exaggerating. It was straight up. <laughs> you have to repel. but I hit the I hit the road and I start up, and then I just start hypervent like serious hyperventilating. So I have to dismount my bike. I'm just stuck there, and I'm stuck there with the cop behind me. The cop with the flashing lights, the 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 the, the make sure everybody gets home safe cop. That's me, and there's a sweet. A volunteer came over. This guy, I wish I could remember his name. He was so nice to me and he was trying to like encourage me. And I couldn't even get words to say, just got done with chemo. It just, it was, it was one of the most pathetic and one of the most awesome moments in my entire life. And I finally got my crap together and I was able to push my bike up to hill on my own, on my own accord, put it down. And then it was a one mile at the end of that. And I did some version of some running, mostly walking. And I was dead last and I was dead last by probably like 30 minutes or something. I've never been so proud of me. So whatever the heck you're going through, keep going. And if you, I I don't care what's going on in your life. If you have athletic adventure, if you have chosen to register for a race, you've kicked somebody's butt who just has no excuses at all. And they're sitting on their couch. So yeah, I have been the last, dead last person. There was no hoopla, nobody cared, no announcer like, look at her. Isn't she great? But I knew I was great. And I've never, ever been so proud of the finish line. So if you're the back of the packer, I, I will tell you, I'm not supposed to pick favorites. I choose you every time. The guy who flew in from Kenya yesterday to win some money, won $8,000 here in Monterey. Good for him. Mm. But I will remember the last person far longer than
2: that guy. Right. And the last person and the last person was a good friend of ours. Yeah.
3: yeah. So yeah. <laughs> How is that for being the back of the packer? <laughs> yeah.
2: Absolutely.
1: I, I
3: love
0: this. And
1: we were just in Claremont on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Doing our second trail run. Ever. So uh, we might have been at the exact same place because. With the <laughs> wrong
0: shoes. Go. The
1: terrain was rough and we did not bring our, our trail runners. We brought our rope shoes.
0: Yeah. It mm-hmm. was a big mistake. <laughs> but we did it. But yeah. we did it. Yeah. yeah. So... Mm-hmm. So you have talked about the origin story kind of of Team Noisy and how you came together. I don't know how you developed the name. And apparently there's a gear that we need in our lives, too. Oh, Yes. (laughs)
1: And so, people can um, join
0: and join. How can you let? can you talk about that? So the Runcation Nation can be a part of Team
3: Noisy. Is that a thing? Can we do it? So I always have nicknames for everybody. We don't, we don't normally go by the first oh. name or whatever. And I used to just call him Noisy Man. he was like, whatever. And I missed, I used to call him Mr. Mouth because he had such a big <laughs> mouth. And then it went to Noisy Man. And then to irritate him, I turned his, uh, like his contact information in my phone to noisy. And I would just continuously <laughs> pester him like that. And you did the blah, blah, blahs. And I would do the yada, yada, yadas. And eventually, he started calling me noisy. And then we were team noisy. And we have the noisy nation, all of our runners who come run our races and let us love on them.
2: Yeah. The, uh, the membership is absolutely open. That's right. The fee, the fee is zero. We just ask that you represent yourself, not, not the team, but yourself and that you're proud of what you're doing. Mm. And you make every effort to make yourself proud because you make us proud. Every time you just take to the start line, whether people finish or not really, it, it doesn't make any difference is that you had the courage to start. And uh, I mean, this woman is my, my all time hero with the things she's done and the things she's gone through and the way she's been able to push forward and, and just, and and continue her perspective and her passion for what she does. Truly what's happened with announcing with Fitz and I, although our favorite thing uh, to do is announce races together, the, if I may, at least between the two of us, the master has become we, we have we have traded spots and I've learned so much from her and the way she does her podcasts and, and uh, she just gives back so much that I, I've become I, I've been a big fan for a long time but right. I but it's uh, it's become even that much more and uh, yeah everybody please join the noisy nation and and uh, the team noisy we we do have some gear you have we shirts you have, <laughs> you have
3: you have pants you have gear <laughs> Well, especially right now, it's Get Cozy with Team Noisy with our hoodies and our. I've got, got the cropped sweatshirt on my <laughs> nice. and joggers. So we have the singlets and the muscle shirts and the t-shirts, but I think it's time to get cozy with Team Noisy. With oh, our cozy it's here. the fall. It's the
0: winter. It's the holiday season. This is perfect for us to bring up because gift-giving is gift upon giving us. Gift-giving season
1: is here. Yes. Yes. Let's, in, let's
0: invite into the community and also represent. So we... We, we got to get some of that.
1: We do. We,
3: well, yeah. I, I mean, we're going to fawn all over anybody who comes to the finish line, whether we know them or not. But if we see in some team noisy gear, you're certainly <laughs> certainly guaranteed to get some extra loving. Yay.
1: Love that. Okay. So the, I'm going to start this this portion of the interview. Oh, yes. I, I wish I had the old Bob Eubanks intro to, to, to his show.
0: We had several shows.
1: Well, okay. I I grew up watching the Newlywed Game.
0: Because, oh, okay. I got um, it. I got because it. Because
1: we've got some questions here that are going to be a little bit kind of like asking you about your relationship and
0: hard hitting journalism. It,
1: exactly. Oh, okay. Mm. No, but clearly you guys have chemistry, and yeah. I think that it's. It's wonderful. And and for those who are listening or watching the video, who've been to your races, they get it. They've seen it, but what is it that you guys love most about announcing with one another?
2: Please start.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I, I can tell you that for the most part, if it's not with him and a very few select others, I don't want to announce with anybody. We, we have a similar, I mean, our chemistry is incredible. We like the energy to be the same and we just Feed off of each other off of each other he lets me pick on him (laughs) you know
2: i let her pick on me i let her
3: well i mean the poor man uh, during a race i'm always like all right it's time for rudy's dance solo and then he gives me the dirty look but then he starts (laughs) shaking his thing so yeah we we have a, a similar way of going about things and he he's very good at things that i'm not so interested in and then i think i i i'm good at things he's not interested in so yeah we work well together you
2: I I think we're, we're dedicated to essentially the same product, the same end game being the absolute enjoyment of the people that we work with and the, and the runners and, and their experience. Cause really that's what it's all about and what, and, and what I would like to say, I passed to Fitz and I explained to her worked for me was if I have a good time, if I have fun and I'm having a good time everybody else has a good time. And she she grabbed onto that right away and we're we're just really looking for the same thing. We we can have the same extremely sarcastic sense of humor. For sure. From time to time. It helps she thinks when both of, of you have that, by the way. When
1: only one of you has that and the other one doesn't, things get tense really quick. So
2: okay i'll accept that <laughs> which way it goes it's just i think that's it's really that we were looking at what we we were we are looking for the same experience for the runners regardless of their level of experience regardless of their level of ability and uh, and we're committed to the organization and the uh, and the runners and that's the most important thing is, is runner experience no matter what yeah it makes it makes fun it easy to have, and fun yeah and it makes it easy to have a, a great commitment to each other.
0: It's so sweet. I was hoping for some dirt and like some funny stories about like or or like here's this emotional raise experience that we had announcing together, and they it, they're just
1: no. It's sarcastic senses of humor and what? dedication to runners. That's it's 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 well a, the dedication it's a yin and to runners that they is have. Awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They complement each other, and I feel like you all are in sync a lot of the time. Like you're you're thinking the exact same. Oh, this has got to happen, or I know that I've got to be here, so Rudy can be over here. Or it's I, I yeah, I just it's an experience like like no other, and I just what well, I mean is the sarcasm the secret.
3: That's, uh, part <laughs> no, of it, it the <laughs> so so listen, if you you've you've been to other races, you know that there are some announcers that will sit behind a booth and they will read words. And they will read it in a monotone fashion. And then at worst they will, can you guys hear me? You're oh
1: yeah, frozen. you sound fine.
3: I make yeah. Sure we're not rambling on. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I mean some are like four bib four. Oh now we're bib five <laughs> three two. Good job. We we mm. don't we don't play like that. We we have very high expectations mm-hmm. for a professional experience. To welcome those champions like champions, and we manage the start line. We manage very often security. We 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 protect our athletes from people and things entering the course. Not every race ranges mm. for actual security in advance. So I've certainly tackled a few people on bikes and skates and drunk
2: guys. Oh yeah, and this is the security. I'm happy
3: to throw people <laughs> over a barrier with without a doubt to protect our athletes. So we 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 go all out.
2: Yeah, Team Noisy also, as you may, you know, as Fitz has already brought up, provides security services as needed during our races. And this is, I'm, yeah, the bouncer, the bouncer. I was gonna say, I'm
1: going to say, Fitz, the first rule of Fight Club: don't,
2: don't talk, talk about, about
1: Fight Club.
2: Fight Club. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right.
3: So, so there was this one time I was announcing Wonder Woman Los Angeles, and this dude, I, I guess, he was a homeless guy. I don't know. He was kind of whacked out of it, and he had a. He was on a bike, and he starts riding through the finish line which is not okay. He was going to to hit someone. And I had already been on the course with the microphone. So I see him and I go running over and I straddle his tire and I grab his handles. And I said, you're not going anywhere. He's like, I just got to go through there. I was like, you're getting off my course now. And so in my mic, I say security, security, we don't actually have security, but I figure at that point, one of the big dudes will come. And so (laughs) big John he starts walking, but he's walking with Wonder Woman. My <laughs> oh, right. brother's Wonder that's Woman true. happened to be with <laughs> him. So there's video footage of me straddling this bike, and I'm like, you're not going anywhere. And then he comes, but then Wonder Woman's behind it. <laughs>
2: oh, that's awesome. So just know when she calls for security, you yes. don't know who's going to show right, up. Right,
3: right. I've got all sorts of backup. <laughs> it was very funny. Really funny. I'm sure Big John was the one who actually took care of that guy. But I <laughs> I took my hands off the bike and
2: went on. That was a classic moment though.
1: (laughs) That that is a heck of a moment. And that actually leads me into my next question. I I was going to ask you both about special moments. What is an experience that you remember with runners that something that really touched you or makes you wake up in the morning when you're scheduled to do a a race announcement that day and say, I love what I do and I'd never trade it. Have you had anything like that?
2: I, there's, the answer to that is, is yes, and probably probably many over the years. I, I've been I'm something at like 26, 27 years of doing this. Wow. Uh, my memory isn't great, to be totally honest. One that keeps coming back to me, and it's I'm sure there are many others that are more substantial, perhaps. But there, it was a, a fairly small race, and a couple was coming in. And one of the pieces I like to use when we see John and Mary Johnson, It's Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Team Johnson coming in together. You did your big voice. I did. did. (laughs) Team Johnson coming in together. Look at them. What a great couple. Congratulations, you two. And that's what I did. Okay. That's it. And we go on from there. I was contacted. I was contacted on social media by both of them about, it was about two or three days later. And they shared they shared what that moment meant to them. Just my doing that, something as simple as bringing them in and referring to them in that manner. They had been struggling as a couple, and they'd been having a really really difficult time. And uh, they'd actually had significant discussion about getting a divorce together, getting a divorce together. Yeah, yeah, that's how you do getting it, getting a divorce. And 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 had talked to had talked in le- at length. And they, they shared with me that when they heard that and it just, it, it hit them very, very strong and very deeply. And they thought we are a team and we can get through anything together. And this is, this is too important just to, just to dissolve this like this. And that they, that just after that moment, they agreed to renew their effort to make things work. I, I certainly hope that they have and they're prospering to this day. I don't know one way or another, but I know when they shared that to me, it was like, wow, you just never know when something simple that you say, be it that or anything else that we say right, to anybody right. out there, is, is going to make a difference. And it made a difference to me to hear that and made my job feel that much more important to me. Mm.
3: Wow. I would say, I mean, again, it's it's such a wonderful position no matter what we get. Pelted with joy. I mean, I think we foster this happy environment, but I feel like I'm always like being hit in the face with joy, which just fills up my heart so much. And and that's from the the everyday runner. My top list is always the great honor and privilege to welcome World War II veterans through a mm. finish line. Those, I'm my country is first. There's no there. There's way down a low second place, but my country, my freedom, and those who serve will always be top. So those World War II vets, I I can vi- visualize them all in their late 90s. Finishing yeah. 5K have made my heart burst, and I, I'm so proud of working with them. I've had the great privilege of uh, <laughs> holding the hand of cancer patients mm-hmm. on their deathbed as they cross the finish line with their families, and that's really special and meaningful and painful there's yeah. been a lot of really painful moments witnessing such love and hardship and greatness at the finish lines
2: and we had a stroke survivor yesterday yeah a stroke survivor they come up to us and just she was just glowing just glowing oh thank you thank you thank you yeah. so much oh just wow. stroke
3: in january oh. and then she came and crushed this half marathon she's going to do the big star marathon in 6 months but but yeah we're and and the fact that we have the, the ability to be the first person to welcome you, to congratulate you before your mom, before your brother, before anyone else gets <laughs> right. their hands on you, we are there. And, I, and I'm pretty, as you know, I roam around the finish lines a lot. And to have these mm-hmm. strangers, I know, who doesn't want to connect with me, <laughs> you know, people will go by like, they'll, they'll talk to me. <laughs> and then so many people just say, like reach out and they take the hug and they sob in my arms and I don't know them, but I love them. We, we just have these wonderful moments together that are just really touching. So endless good stuff on the race announcing side.
0: I believe that you all could both together write a book about the experience. I'm just okay. putting it out there. I know Rudy is like,
1: ah, Rudy but, said,
0: you know what? Rudy signed I up for
1: an interview. He's going to get homework. <laughs>
0: you know, no homework, just <laughs> an inspirational thing for the runcation nation that might, you know, what will it into existence. But it, this, this will take you no time. We know that you have some things coming up in your schedule. Tell the runcation nation, Rudy, what do you have coming up? and, and we'd like fits to share as well.
2: Let's see. Well, the, the, the schedule is certainly, of course, lighter now than it had been with COVID. Mm-hmm. Things are coming back. Things are coming. This, this girl is crazy busy. Slowly. We, Fitz and I have the, well, we've got Route 66. Route it's 66 coming, coming oh, up. yeah. It's coming weekend. <laughs> okay. Now, that is a good time. <laughs> and then next? And then and then next is a Rocket City Marathon in, in <laughs> Huntsville, Alabama, yeah. Alabama. We mentioned that. And, and then together. Yeah, for you. And then, and then for me, I have the Rose Bowl Half Marathon Ooh.
1: in Pasadena,
2: uh, California. That's super, super fun. And there's a couple other little things here and there. And, and my schedule kind of rolls into February, some stuff. And then when we get into March, it gets Fitz and I are going to join again for two great races, the yeah. Los Angeles Marathon, <sighs> which is like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And then from there, we're going to be back at the San Diego Half Marathon, and that's a that's an absolutely fantastic event. We're really excited about coming back there, and yeah, and then we'll we'll update you as time goes long. Yeah, you've got bunch of stuff.
3: Yeah, so I can rattle them off a little more aggressively. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> so we Route 66, then I go to a bridge run first weekend in December, and then after that is Rocket City. January is actually pretty dead for me, but I will be in England. I'll be speaking <sighs> at the National Running Show. In Birmingham, England on like January 21st and 22nd. So if you're going to be there, let me know. That'd be fun to see some American friends. And then we have the Donna, of course, early oh, February. Wow. National Marathon yeah. to Finish Breast Cancer. Please come out and, and we will make that the most special weekend of your life. Uh, mm. Soon after, we have Gasparilla, Coast Guard Marathon, LA Marathon, San Diego Half. And then... The late spring has Big Sur and OC Marathon and Buffalo Marathon. I'll be at Fargo Marathon. We have so much fun. So <laughs> my schedule, I'm a—I'm a smartier pants. I mean, this is, he's so smart in his own way. But fitness.com is, it has my schedule on it. So if you just go to F-I-T-Z-N-E-S-S.com, as you scroll down on the front page, you'll see my race announcing uh-huh. schedule. And on many of those races, you will see his happy face. So you'll know. <laughs>
2: I'm still... So- Broadcasting my race schedule with smoke signals. That's
3: right. Oh. <laughs> so somebody sees this. <laughs> I'm his tech guy, so oh, do, yes do with that what you will.
1: You're you're a co a co announcer and IT support. That's that's yeah, quite a exact quite a breadth <laughs> you have no of, idea.
2: Of, of hats.
3: <laughs> but to he's wear. my he's my legal counsel. So there
2: <laughs> right, you, right. you go. Ed- primary editor and legal counsel. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: Wow.
0: Primary editor you mentioned. Do you, uh, did I see something about a pre-order of books fits is what, what is the story there?
3: Yeah, yeah, thank you for asking. So, <laughs> Roll. so my noisy cancer comeback my memoirs right behind you and now I have the two books that are really getting me super excited. I just put on presale today. Your healthy cancer comeback sick to strong. It is a manual, a guidebook for cancer patients and survivors to maintain or regain health during and after treatment. And it really is very intensive, helping people through each stage of treatment, no matter what cancer you're facing there, there are tips and tricks for making it less horrible. And the reality is, is you got to control your mental game and, and that's something you can control. Did I cry absolutely every day? You betcha I did, but I also, I, I had these incredible moments and weekends of joy working mm. despite the fact that I was, crazy sick. There's a great photo pictorial on how to exercise each muscle group. But if you can't do exercises standing up, okay, well, I've given you 30 something pictures of exercises you can do sitting down. And if you can't sit down, here's 30 something photos of exercises you can do lying in bed. There were days I did not get there were days I did not get out of bed other than to go get IV fluids and get home. And Mm. was I stretching in bed? Yes. Are there all different types of tricks and twists you can do? In bed to maintain mobility and even strength, absolutely. And then of course, when you get in the shower three times a day because you're sick, there are stretches you can do in the shower. And so we talk nutrition, we talk complementary care like physical therapy, uh-huh. acupuncture, mental health counseling, sexual health counseling, and then a whole section to dedicated <clears throat> to brightening up your day. So that book, I'm desperate to get into the hands of cancer patients because you know, when I was beaten down, I at least had a a big old game plan and strategy because I'm a fitness expert, right? My master's degree was real helpful at that point, but I couldn't imagine what it would be like to have every ounce of your body obliterated and not know, what to Mm -hmm. do next, not to know how to get to the next step. So, so this book has it all there and I just, I'm so excited to get it into the hands of those who need it, need it. And then there also is a complimentary journal called the healthy cancer comeback journal where you can, it's got millions of prompts, some very serious and details and some very fun, and it'll help you document your journey and your road to back to athletic adventure.
0: And it has been edited to perfection by, by your, Well, the other
3: half of right? Yeah. One of the things <laughs> he's, he's contributed a lot. I did hire professionals yes, for all this stuff, but he he's my first line of defense for my errors.
2: And it's a, it's an honor and a privilege for me to watch the process. This girl works so hard and and is is so well written. One of the things about this book that excites me so much is she's gotten it into the hands of really high-level medical providers, oncologists, mm-hmm. yeah. and people that are in that are in the know. I mean, of, of course, Fitz is talking from so much personal experience, which, mm-hmm. is, which is invaluable, but mm. these are doctors, nurses, and, and and surgeons that have read the book and have vetted it and have just said this is this is something of real value. And it's like, wow, <laughs> That's okay.
3: so exciting. Oh. So yeah, it's on pre now <laughs> hard copies won't be well, until January, but with my last book, I put it on pre-sale, and I had hundreds and hundreds of books to sign and ship on uh, release week, and it was really fun. So I'm looking Good. forward to getting them to those who need them. Thank you for asking.
0: Yes.
1: No, we're excited for it. We we actually have a family member who's going through treatment right now, so yes. we're we're excited to get that in his hand.
0: Mm-hmm. Very much yeah. so. Now, we can't let you go. We can't oh. not do this part of the interview we have
2: to do we it.
0: we have to shift and because we are the run eat drink podcast so what we we have to talk a little bit about food and yeah. beverage and we want to know from the realm of race announcing and runners and, and as your backgrounds are in fitness what are your fueling choices, What are your hydrating choices for races? Let's
3: start there. Go ahead. Oh, me. yeah, okay. So I have a very sensitive stomach. I mean, my real life, it's all about roughage. It's fruits and veggies and fiber. And then on the race, as I get closer to a race, I kind of dial it back a little bit on that stuff. I love potatoes. I'm a potato freak. My Irish ancestors would be very proud. So potatoes, potatoes, potatoes bananas and tangerines and anything that gives me natural carbohydrates and for protein i do a lot of nuts nuts mm. and beans so i ran boston with this interesting protein energy bar called a y bar in my pouch and then i'm looking at you as if you know what i ate yes yeah, it so it's just it's <laughs> like a real chewy almost like a power bar but chew 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 so that potato chips, I had people lined up on Boston Marathon course with bags of potato chips for me. I was like, "I will need some." Will require salty potatoes on the way, so people gave me salty potatoes. And um, totally okay, get that. Yes, yeah. all, all the water and Gatorade I can get go Gators, but in general, decaffeinated <laughs> diet Coke. This is the beverage of champions when it comes to announcing. <laughs> and what I'd like to say, it's a, it's a beverage um,
2: of choice. Yes, That's I
3: sick. would be your spokesperson, decaf diet coke. But thank you to the Noisy Nation for almost always showing up. Every time I hit yeah. a start line, there is some runner with a bottle of diet coke or a can and a bag of trail mix or pistachios for me. So Ooh. thank you, thank you very much.
2: Good to know. Okay. Well, yeah, and my pre well, my pre race choice. I'm old school. I'm old and old school. So, give me pasta. Give me give me pasta the night before. It still works really well for me. Mm-hmm. And I love water and, and electrolyte beverages. And I can my stomach is cast iron. I can use pretty much anything. I, I think the the advice we hear from the most wise sages is whatever works for you. Yeah, and whatever you've used before.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, nothing new. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, nothing nothing. Nothing new, new on race <laughs> day. Night before. Say, yeah, that's right. When we say nothing, we mean nothing. Like, <laughs> so.
1: god! I, I never knew how how ritualistic running term makes you or turns you until we started traveling for races. Oh and I'm like, oh, and, and we had a bout of, of food poisoning at one of the oh. Disney races out in California. And, and it was it, so it, it was, it was Awful, but we made it through the race. We did, but I'm like, okay, from now on, it's gonna be plain pasta, tomato sauce. I mean, nothing fancy. Oh, Oh.
0: it was just crazy. I
1: totally understand that. Okay, so that's that's before you get across. Oh, now you get the fun question. I get the fun question. Uh So, uh we're uh we're, now that the running is done. What are you guys looking for as a post race meal? Like, what is the, what is your go to? And it doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to be something healthful. It can be something indulgent, but what are you looking for?
3: I'm going straight for salty, salty, salty French fries of any sort. McDonald's I prefer, mm. but I'll take what I can get. McDonald's. And a cold nice Diet Coke. <laughs> and, and possibly a beer later in the day. I do enjoy a light beer. I can max out at two before I'm an idiot. So one or two, but really salty French fries and a Diet Coke, and I'm good to go.
2: Yeah, same here. Is salty, uh, salty food. Pizza. Uh, <gasps> give me pizza. Pizza. Oh yeah. And, and regular Coke, no diet, please. Oh, please leave the caffeine in there. Yes. And oh, and then an indulgent ice cream.
3: <gasps> oh, what flavor though?
2: It, well, it.
3: what kind? Of, <laughs> he says it, but he doesn't ever eat the ice cream. He just looks at the ice no, cream. No. We will walk by an ice cream, a pro and he'll be like, let me see what they have. Let me see if they have coconut. <laughs> <laughs> and then they do have coconut, and he's like, hmm, and he walks away. So
2: <laughs> I, I'm, a, I, I'm a window shopping. <laughs> oh, I just love looking at the gelato. Look oh, at that. <laughs> okay. I understand. I, I eat it. I, I like a really good vanilla, vanilla bean, something that's really got some Salad. strong vanilla taste. Yeah, some body to it. Oh, yummy. When's
3: the last time you ate ice cream?
2: Oh! Before I left, (laughs) yes, coming here. Really? Ice cream, ice cream, gelato, anything cold, frozen, yummy, and and uh, give me another. Yes, I'll have another, please. Yeah. see
1: that's that's caramel post race recovery protein. I totally understand that. Oh, right. I'm I'm sure I'm sure that our our coach over here, Fitz, would be like, (laughs) yeah, that's totally fine.
0: <laughs> I mean we're
1: diet coke
0: we have to get more into we're 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 making our way through fixing your life with fitness so her new course oh, her yeah. course yes her
1: new course yeah we're super excited about mm-hmm. and we're going to so. be telling the runcation nation about more later on and mm-hmm. maybe we can get you back on the show to talk about it I think we <laughs> <need>. we'll
0: <laughs> I have
1: time, I yes well we have uh, we have taken up an entire hour.
0: We have now. Where can people join Team Noisy? Where can they find out more about you too?
1: Well,
2: yeah, you've got a lot more opportunity than so, I. So, said.
3: as a team, we're we're semi less organized, but we do have a Team Noisy Facebook page, which is a first stop. Rudy is hopping on Facebook. That's really his home base for social media. Right. And okay. Oh, you don't want to miss out on all of his posts. He does a really good job with his posts. And Absolutely. then I am at fitness everywhere. So fitness.com Easy. and fitness on Instagram and YouTube and LinkedIn and Facebook. And I sure do love connecting with people. I'm, I post a lot more cause I have a lot of content that I'm, I'm putting out. And Rudy, Rudy will post a beautiful selfie from a start line once, once a week or so. will be like, Hey guys, I'm at the, start line of a beautiful race. It's going to be a great day. Hope to see you soon. And, and then well, you'll get to see his yeah. smiles and it's wonderful. The picture
0: with the Thank two you. of you from this weekend, gorgeous.
2: absolutely,
0: So beautiful.
2: That, that was, it, it, it was, that was the sunrise at Lover's Point in, in Pacific Grove, right next to Monterey. Just spectacular. Okay.
3: Oh, here it is. Look at this. And I actually was like, Rudy, don't around smile. Look at this, everybody! Look at the camera. Look at that background. Do you understand that that's going to be the
0: the episode artwork for this huh? for this sh- for this show? Okay. it's so cute! I love it. It
2: really is.
0: It's beautiful. So, then,
2: hey, as you guys are understandable, and, and thank you so much for having us on. As you're as oh. you're wrapping things up, yeah. I'd like to comment and give the Run Eat Drink podcast a shout out for the invaluable information that you guys share. Because let me tell you, when particularly if it's our first time in the town, in the city, we don't know. We don't have any idea. Please, please, we are listeners. We love what you do. It's a, it's a fantastic service, and I'm thinking other people coming into who knows where, maybe Huntsville, maybe maybe Tulsa.
0: <laughs> okay, oh my God! Don't you- say it when you go to I- Huntsville. Have you been to Toy Box Bistro, Rudy?
2: I'm sure we have
1: it.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> we, will, we will send you information. You must we, go. We've covered it on the show.
0: You must go. Oh, nostalgia and amazing comfort food. You know
3: what? As you're saying, last year, I ate with a girlfriend of mine and, and her girlfriend. It was called like the grilled cheese sandwich store. Mm. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: that does sound magical.
0: I mean, that's the pint and brew. Or right around the corner from Gasparilla there, I was, in so Tampa. There, there's a place
1: very similar to that in Tampa. Mm.
3: Yes. Yeah. Are you, are you running Gasparilla?
1: We are not only running Gasparilla, we are ambassadors for Gasparilla. Oh, yes. We are, we are so also running and ambassadors me. for Donna. Yay. We are part of the D-Squad. So Yay. you will see us at both of those events this yes. year.
3: Yes. But we have She'll to get go. out to California.
0: And
1: we do. That. Yeah. We please. do. Um, please.
3: So maybe for the Donna and Gasparilla, you could tell me where to eat and then eat with me.
1: That sounds oh, like God. a day. How much
3: time do you have?
0: We have a list. <laughs> all the
3: places. Wherever we have a list going on, that
0: is so kind of you to say, Rudy. And we can't thank both of you enough for bringing some noise, some wonderful, <laughs> inspirational, team noisy love to the Runny Drink podcast. Rudy and Fitz, we will have links to all of the things you mentioned. In our show notes. Thank you for spending time with us, and we can't wait, as we always say, to accomplish, explore, and indulge at our next Team Noisy Race really soon.
3: We love you guys. Thanks Thanks so much. We'll see you guys guys soon. We love you. Bye, guys. Bye,
2: bye.
0: Wow, I feel so fortunate to have spent so much time with them, and again. Fitz and Rudy, thank you so very much for spending your time with us, making us laugh, telling us stories, giving us some of the inside scoop about the two of you.
1: It was an absolute blast getting to know them and talk with them. And we look forward to having them back on the show at some point in the not too distant we've future. We've got
0: to get to a race really soon. Rocket city. It looked really fun.
1: It did. And that's one it. that we've been talking about wanting to do. So maybe that one will, we'll, we'll make the cut for next year's race calendar. calendar. So uh, stay tuned next week and we'll start talking about what some of those races are going to be. But uh that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. But before we go, we do want to remind you of a couple of things. Number one, we do still have our silent auction going on that benefits the Donna Foundation. And that is happening over on our Facebook page.
0: Yes, At facebook.com slash runny drink podcast, we have an album full of photos with descriptions showing off incredible items that people like Fitz have donated.
1: Like Fitz, like Jeff Galloway, like- Bart Bart, Bart, Yasso,
0: Catherine Switzer. Some big names. But also patrons of the show.
1: Oh yes, we have some awesome items that some of you have donated Mm -hmm. as well. 100% of the proceeds are going to go to the Donna Foundation. You bid in the comments. If somebody outbids you, get into a bidding war. We want to see that. And
0: we've seen some of it. It's already happening.
1: Yes. But um, there is still time. We are Mm -hmm. going to be running this auction until December 23rd. Then we're going to indicate who the winning bids are and let you know and, and give you the link to donate. So that is still going on. Act now. Time's running out. Let's get a huge donation for the Donna Foundation. And
0: help to finish breast cancer.
1: Absolutely. And then finally, we want to say thank you to our newest sponsor of the show. You've been listening to her for the last hour. Mm -hmm. That is Fitz Kohler. Fitz was kind enough to sponsor us and share with us her brand new course, Fixing Your Life with Fitness. And
0: she even donated one enrollment to Fixing Your Life with Fitness.
1: For the auction. For the auction so to benefit the Donna Foundation. Yeah. Super cool. We are in the midst of the course. And mm. you know what I like about online courses? I'm gonna be a little further ahead of you. You are a little uh, further ahead of little. me. And that that that's absolutely true. Um but the, the what I like about them is you can do them at your own pace. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can you can log in for a little bit, work on it, you know, go do something else, come back to it. It's really great. And, and you
0: can review it too.
1: I was gonna say, and she's got, you know, it's easy to navigate. Mm-hmm. She's got supporting material for you. Exactly. It is broken down into eight modules that are absolutely encompassing much more than just your fitness plan.
0: Just your physical fitness, it's, it's, it's all of your fitness. It's all aspects of your life. She will fill your head with knowledge about strength training, cardio, balance training, workouts of all kinds, so you can design your own program that meets your own goals.
1: And when you sign up, enter RED22 in the discount code box at checkout for 20% off the entire course. And by the way... She's extended that. Red 22 will also provide you a discount on her wonderful book, My Noisy Cancer Comeback, which you often see when you see us on a live stream Mm -hmm. sitting in one of the cubes behind us on set.
0: Love that we have it as a set piece. So thank you to Fitz for donating one enrollment to that course. Yes. And if you don't win, please go enter our discount code, take this life-changing course. Thank you to Fitz for sponsoring this week's show. We'll put a link to the course in the show notes. Check out her course, Fixing Your Life with Fitness at Fitzness.com.
1: Thank you guys for joining us on your long run, your commute to work, around the house or wherever you are.
0: I'm your host, Amy. And
1: I'm your co-host, Dana.
0: Stay safe and well, and we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever you celebrate.